0: Is there something that has stuck out to you over the years, like as being that most important thing that you've learned that's kind of got you on the trajectory that you're on today?
1: Yeah, well, actually, I would say it's it's having a really healthy network of of people that you really do look up to. So um, I've been very fortunate here in Chicago to have like a really strong network. And that's um, that's been very very helpful in my journey. You know, finding finding that person. That if you've got a, a challenge, an issue, um, you know, something that you're really struggling with, having having a network of people that you can tap into has really really been very helpful, and beneficial for me as an entrepreneur to mm. try to so, so try to accomplish my goals.
0: Hey, this is a quick shout out from one of our awesome sponsors. Check this out. Thank you to Tracy and her team down at Tranquil Turtle Massage in downtown Coeur d'Alene. My wife and I see her and her team every single month for couples massage and I'm telling you, it is the best thing ever. She specializes in Hanu infusion, hanu Ashiatsu, Guasha, and manual lymphatic drainage. If you need a massage to get you feeling good and relaxed, make sure to reach out to Tracy and her team down at Tranquil Turtle Massage. Also mention that I sent you you get 25 bucks off your massage package. also check out cba brows and body ink where tracy offers the best tattoo brows and plasma fibroblasting tightening with the first ever aurora pro plasma tight machine not a plasma pen and don't forget to tell tracy that i sent you to save 100 bucks on your next tattoo brows or plasma tightening You're a husband, father, entrepreneur, you're the founder and CEO of Tiege Hanley, Inc., which is uncomplicated skincare for men that's been featured in GQ, Men's Journal, so much more. Thank you for your time, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I like to kick things off by going back a bit. You were born and raised in towns in Maryland. What was childhood like
1: for you out there? You know, it was wonderful. I grew up, a uh, typical, you know, uh, American youth. Uh, we had two seasons in, in Maryland. We had lacrosse and football and, okay. uh. So I did a lot of that. I grew up in the eastern, sh- in the area of the eastern shore. So I spent a lot of time at the beach in, uh, in Maryland and, uh, boating, fishing, crabbing, of course. Maryland's known for having great blue crabs. And, uh, you know, I had a wonderful, I had a wonderful childhood. And, you know, Maryland, what's interesting about Maryland, it's the, uh, it's a little bit, they call it the Mason Dixon state. So it's kind of like in between the north and the south. So it has a little bit of the best of both worlds. Great. Close to DC, Philly, New York. It was a wonderful childhood.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And so being an entrepreneur that you are now today, who was it that influenced you to kind of go into the entrepreneurial space?
1: Ah, it's a great question. You know, I, I don't know. I I don't know if there's a, if there's a single person, um, that was, that was a influencer. I think the concept of, um, you know, of of controlling your own destiny, I think that, that was really kind of the motivating um, factor. And I think, you know, a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs, um, or you know really do enjoy you know con- having control over what the outcome of their of their workspace is, and I think that's what motivated me the most. And um, it took me a long time to get there, but um, it's it's really about that for me.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it's so it that's so true as an entrepreneur. That's what we want, right? We want the freedom to not ask for permission, things like right, that. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as I mentioned, you're the founder and CEO of T Hanley, which has over three hundred and fifty thousand customers worldwide. That's right. I personally love these products myself. Uh, They're made in the USA. They're fragrance-free, and so much more. But for those who don't know, what is Teach Hanley? How did it all come together?
1: You know, we're, we're we're a skincare company specifically focusing on men, and you know, and we do it through simplified skincare systems. So we we really believe in a in a system, but a system could be. Um, simple for, for, for somebody. It might just be a face wash and a moisturizer. Um, it may be a face wash, you know, a nighttime and daytime moisturizer, and it may, it may add uh, anti-aging products like eye cream and serum. But we're a simplified skincare systems company. We, we give you everything you need in a box and, and we are a monthly box, although our cadence is more around 35 days, actually. Most of our guys get um, a refill of product every 35 days. And we just help, help make it really simple for how you would utilize our products. We provide instructions and we just talk uh, the way guys, uh, you know, we talk guy talk over here at T Hanley. So we, yeah. we, help, uh, we help men understand how to, how to take care of themselves and self-care is a really important thing. And um, for many, many, many reasons, especially now coming out of COVID, it's really important that, that you embark as, as, as guys, you, you, as men. And we, we speak guys because we do focus on men's skin care. Um, we just think it's really important to take care of yourself. And that's just one of many pieces.
0: Yeah. And the, the name itself, though, has got an interesting backstory. Yeah. 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 Where did that name come
1: from? Yeah, it, it came from our, uh, from, it's a family name. So it, it was actually, the Hanlings were in my, um, my grandmother on my paternal grandmother's side. Um, they immigrated they from Ireland to Pittsburgh. Um, they were, you know, kind of, uh, Pittsburgh steel mill settlers came in for work. Um, worked, you know, moving coal around, uh, when, when Andrew Carnegie, you know, was, uh, created his dynasty, steel dynasty and train dynasty. And, uh, is, is a relative, uh, from County Cork from 1400. So right, literally right out of the family Bible, just a name that I really liked a lot. Um, I had a habit back then of collecting URLs, so I, I was able to grab that five-letter um uh, many, many years ago. And I thought one day I would, I would put it to use. And, you know, if there's a Paul Mitchell out there and there's a Vidal Sassoon, so there's got to be, a, you know, a Teach Hanley out there trying to help men look
0: and feel amazing. So that's who we are. Come on. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Why, why do you think that men struggle so much when it comes to the skincare side of things? Yeah, I mean a lot of reasons, right? I,
1: I think the primary reason, Eric, is that men have, um, for a long time, not given themselves permission to take care of themselves. So that can be a lot of different things, right? I mean, and we try to stay in our lane and talk about skincare. But there's a broader there's a broader topic. Right. And it's the, the guy needs to come to grips with the fact that he especially today um, in, in what it means to be a man in 2022 and beyond. He needs to be willing to accept the fact that he, he's got to take care for, so, so, You know, he's got to um, advocate for his health. And so I think like this, this concept, this mindset is taking a long time for for guys to get their head wrapped around. Um, But we need to give ourselves permission to do things that are important to live a healthy life. That's number one the cultural changes that are going on. I think, you know, um, and guys really have not, don't have education around, you know, skincare. We don't, we don't learn the way that, um, you know, our, our, ladies in our in our world um you know learn about proper ways to take care of your skin um moisturize and and you know and and, and things of that nature so we're a little of advent you know at, at disadvantage there, and also we are kind of gorilla style style us guys right i mean sure. you know my, my, my grandfather i remember he had silver hair he used to call him a silver fox and he he had silver hair, and 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 I noticed sometimes his hair looked very green. And I said, "What what's going on with your hair? It looks green, not silver." And he said, "I've been using Comet on it to clean it because it's what I just use in the shower to clean the shower." And I, and then you know I'm like, "Yeah, that's ridiculous." You know, what man should be using? You know, you shouldn't be using that type of stuff on your body. So we're kind of gorilla style. We need to be, you know, we need to be reeled in now and then.
0: Wow, that's. Uh... I love that. It's so funny. That's a great story about your grandfather. Uh, you know, in this in the world of skincare and things like that, do you do you consider yourself an underdog? Uh,
1: absolutely. You know, absolutely. I think all entrepreneurs look at themselves as being underdogs. I mean, yeah. right? Who are we fighting against? I mean, um, you know, I'm I'm definitely a capitalist. I believe you know I believe in free markets and and, and a capitalist economy. But those big companies out there, we're aiming for them. You know, we, 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 the Old Spices of the world and the, and the, the Dove Plus Man and uh, Degree and those companies and, you know, the L'Oreal's and Lab Series. Absolutely. I mean, I, I see myself to them as being, you know, that gnat that, that in the room. And um, every time that you can hear it buzzing, but when, the, when the lights go on, no one can find it. And, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> and, and I think we're just that kind of annoying gnat to those big, huge um, multinational CPGs
0: no i love it that's awesome i mean and even just like in as an entrepreneur as an entrepreneur in general like there's not one single entrepreneur that i know of that hasn't failed and you know you talk about failing leads to success and yeah. can you tell me tell me about your greatest failure along this journey that you've had and, and, and in your opinion how does failure lead to success oh man
1: i mean I, I i'm so i'm so bullish on failure i know that sounds crazy but um if you you know if you if you if you fail, um, it gives you an opportunity to really kind of understand what's going on. That's right. What you're doing, that's wrong. And, and if you can iterate on that and make slight improvements on it, um, over and over again, you can just really get better because failure, I mean, it, it's so hard to kind of pinpoint something. I think, um, I'm going to, will give you a general answer, not a very, very specific one, but like, sure. you know, kind of weaving outside of your lane and trying to do things that, that, that are, um, that are, uh, you know, really kind of outside of your core competency. Mm -hmm. And, and, and so I think, you know, us entrepreneurs, especially really creative ones, and I'm not saying I'm necessarily very creative, but a lot of entrepreneurs are extremely creative. You know, they'll start trying to take off, bite bite off more than they can chew and kind of swerve outside the lane. And I I think that can be really hazardous. Um, Mm -hmm. So staying focused on what you're good at.
0: Yeah. Hey, this is a quick shout out from one of our awesome sponsors. Check this out. Coffee, bacon, tobacco, pine trees. Is there anything that smells better? Believe it or not, there is, and it's a fresh leather holster. If you stop by craftholsters.com, you'll open the door to a safe and comfortable carry, not only for yourself, but your entire family. Look, they've got holsters for both concealed, open carry, semi-autos, revolvers, righties, and of course, they have some holsters for you too, lefties. And all of that at a reasonable price. You've got to go check them out at craftholsters.com. It's so important. To to get focused, find your purpose, right, and start. Yeah, factors. absolutely. So good. Um, you know, when it comes to uh, you know your career, you've been able to be extremely successful. What yeah. is it that drives you to stay successful or keep going at this point in your career? Yeah, well,
1: you know, I, actually, um, I, I I do feel very grateful. I have a lot of gratitude for what we've accomplished. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, you know, I, I feel like I'm a successful man in life. I, I feel like I've had a successful relationship with my wife. I think I've been fairly successful raising children, fairly successful in my businesses. Um, I, I haven't found financial success. You know, I still, I still struggle um, like most entrepreneurs, even at the, I'm in my mid fifties. Uh, I still find, you know, you know, every single day, um, you know, you you've, you've kind of say, am I going to be able to you know, am I going to be able to make it this month? Am I going to be able to continue, you know, forging ahead? And um, so I think, you know, I think that that kind of that kind of, you know, fear is a really strong motivating factor for a lot of people. So it really is, you know, wanting to be successful, um, that fear of, of the unknown and and knowing that you've got a lot of responsibility and, um you know, and I don't think we'll ever really I can ever really say I'm financially successful unless I sell this company. So sure. um,
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. I mean I, I get it, like as an entrepreneur, sometimes you eat like kings and sometimes a top ramen month. You know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely those, those years, you know. You know, being an entrepreneur, being a husband, being dad, it it's a lot of busyness that's happening right there. How do you yeah. kind of keep like your sanity through all that and like do you have a morning routine or habits you put into play to keep that that thing yeah
1: it's all it's 100 habit all week long well i would first say eric and and i'm sure it's true um, you know with most gentlemen like yourself and and successful people i mean i have a really solid um, home life i have a very solid um, foundation in relationship with my wife and so we we're very clear about um you know about what, speaking of what lanes to stay in, like very clear about um, the roles that each must play within within the family. And my wife is very very supportive of me as an entrepreneur. And I think you know any successful entrepreneur, you know, you know, they have to rely heavily. Um, any successful person in business, man or woman, they have to really rely heavily on a partner um, to help them. So, I, it, it, you know, for me, it starts out habits, you know, working out regularly, eating right every single day. Um, I, I, I've I been having a joke recently about the aqua office, which is my bathtub. And okay. you know, I've been spending, I spend a lot of time actually in the bathtub. Okay. I, um, I, I try to get in there five, four, five days a week, usually right after I get home. Um, I call it the aqua office because I'm not... I'm not. I'm still working, um, and I have a very short commute. I have about a 10-15 minute commute, so I have no time to, to to unwind at all. So, and you know how difficult it is when you come in the door and you're all wound up, and you have to go into family mode, and it's it's really hard, right? It's really hard to kind of like unwind. So I try to spend, if I can, you know, half hour. I'm just trying to unwind. If I'm really fortunate, I'll get a chance to read. I'm reading um, Culture Code by Coyle right now, and uh, like that book a lot. I'm gonna read a new book about Sid Luckman, who's a famous Chicago football player back in the uh, in the 50s. Uh, that's my next book, but I'm really I try to unwind a little bit. So those are some of my healthy habits, and of course, keeping a good skincare routine.
0: Yeah, and it's so important that family life that that. Almost separation. I've been working from home since 2015, so my office is about 15 steps up from the downstairs. So, that uh, that unwind time for me is is okay. I gotta take a 10 minutes, turn off my work computer, and just kind of meditate and get into relax mode. I really, really try to go okay. Five o'clock, then it's family time, and try to turn off that phone. I'm not perfect, but I you know try to get as good as I can on that for sure. When it comes to success and fulfillment, what's the difference for you?
1: Well, look. Am I fulfilled or successful? I think, right. So this is a great. The concept of success, I think, is very interesting because I think you know we're probably fairly you know fairly similar, at least generationally similar in age. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think the way that our parents um, defined success was very different. It was very much about you know I think it was very much about possessions and you know work and title. And those type of things. And I, I think today, you know, people shouldn't be defined by the, their work. Um, they should be defined by what type of person they are, what type of character they are. Have. Um, so I think like, you know, I, I feel like I'm a very successful person, um, but, um, you know, I, I don't I, tr- I try. I also try to think about when I think about success and purpose, I think about the lives that I that I. Uh, that I am able to touch both through my customers and through people at my office. So it's about family, having a healthy family, having healthy relationships with people, trying to be the best um, leader I can be and trying to help as many men look and feel amazing. Um, those are the things that I, you know, I would define as success versus, you know, purpose.
0: Yeah. 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 When it comes to, you know, your life and, and where you're at in your business and things like that, Is there something that has stuck out to you over the years, like as being that most important thing that you've learned that's kind of got you on the trajectory that you're on today?
1: Yeah, well, actually, I would say it's it's having a really healthy network of of people that you really do look up to. So um, I've been very fortunate here in Chicago to have like a really strong network. And that's, um, that's been very, very helpful in my journey, you know, finding, finding that person, if you've got a a challenge, an issue, um, you know, something that you're really struggling with having having a network of people that you can tap into has really, really been very helpful and beneficial for me as an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. to try to try to accomplish my goals.
0: Uh, the networking is, is huge. I, I, I thrive off this. I love talking with people on, on podcasts. It's why I started this thing. I'm fascinated with people's stories and and networking and business relationships is, is the way to go. I was a, a guest on Brad Lee's podcast. And he said, Hey, look, man, relationships is the new currency. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and it's so true. Uh, the that relationships, man, it's just huge. And I love that part of being an entrepreneur, kind of an interesting, fun question. I like to ask my guests is, yeah. If you had one year to live, what would you want to accomplish?
1: You know, one year to live. It's funny. I do get up in the morning and and say that I'm thankful for having another day. Um, Right. Same words. Yeah. I mean, it's just, so it's kind of a scary, it's kind of a scary thing, right? I mean, I have to turn and focus. If I only had one year to live, I I would be focusing on my family and, and my job here, which is to be the best father and husband I can be. So if I only have one year left I think I'd be pivoting pretty quickly, yeah. um, you know, so I do, I'm very fortunate. I do have great quality family time, but if, if it was, if it was down to one year um, I'd get after that, I'd get after that as much as I could. And I think um, to be a modern male, I think, I think, of, I think of uh, uh, you know, things that we're talking about as being a modern male, mm-hmm. I think, you know, um, trying to uh, connect with, with your children, your siblings, and your wife on their terms, you know, um, yeah. I, I, you know, and not not necessarily trying to make them to to to, to connect with me on my terms, mm-hmm. and so and, and an example of that might be uh, going to a concert, which I've frequently and recently done um, with some music that wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily pick out with my daughter or um, you know my son is in college. Uh, my, my, that daughter I just spoke to is in, just graduated college, but my uh, son is in college, and you know for me it's about. You know, it's about getting to go to the bar that he works at and you know spend an hour having you know having a, um, a a coke or a beer with him, yeah. And just you know being there with him and being present in his life. So those are the things I would I'd really lean into even more if I could.
0: Mm, it's so important. I, one of the things that I do as a daily you know thing for me is it's a goal of mine to wake up every day, right? So if, if yeah. I wake up, I'm like, man, thank you, Lord, for another day to see and hug and hold my family. It's so important for that. You know, man, what a a great answer to that question. Because it it is, it's about, you know, getting dialed in and focused on your family, on that stuff. So important for you guys, uh, for for Tiege Hanley, what are you most excited about right now? What do you have coming up next, man?
1: You know, what I'm excited most about is just our trajectory. Um, You you know, we're six years in, Eric, and um, I'm just really, I am so fortunate where we are right now. We've had a very good year this year. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk out there, um, we're we're, you know, we're peak of the election season, which makes, creates a lot of uncertainty. We have a lot of inflation talk, which creates a lot of uncertainty, uncertainty and and destabilization. Um, so, you know, and there's, there's, there's talk about, about, uh, pressure on, uh, on unemployment, although I think that's going to be our bright spot to get through this thing without it being, you know, overly, um, toxic for us, although it, the dollar the price of the dollar and and in the rising interest rates are ne- definitely negatively affecting um businesses but i think just you know getting through this year we'll, we'll be up 20 some percent um uh, both in revenue and even more than that in sales we're going to be making some money um, which you know I, I know that sounds like a really Crazy thing to say, but a lot of DTC companies, especially venture-backed DTC companies, aren't focused on making money. They're focused on growth, and I think the door has really been slammed in, in a lot of companies um, that are in our space, uh, in their face with um, you know downward uh, valuations, um, cash is dried up, and I, I think there's a lot of hurt happening. I mean, you see it with some of these bigger companies like like Peloton um, and, and, and on and on and on. Um, a lot of companies have, you know, in our space and and, and the sub space set categories within DTC, like the, the Shopify's of the world and the recharges of the world, laying off people. Um, so I'm just really grateful that we're gonna have a great year this year. And then we've got a great innovation pipeline next year. Um, you know, so we, we've got great new products coming out next year. We have a very positive growth trajectory to go into 2023 um so there's a lot of things i really i really like about where we are as a company and what next year looks like for us um we should do very very well come on oh that's that's exciting
0: for for sure they
1: haven't all been like this oh Eric, we 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 didn't do that well last year where a lot of DTC companies were doing great uh in 20 you know kind of 21 second half of 20 and 21 we were not we were we were just barely getting by and and really took some debt um Last year, fortunately, we've been able to, to manage that debt and pay it off but, yeah. um, and, and able to get through through a hurdle. But, um, y- you know, there's a lot of companies that were doing really well last year and are struggling this year. And we, for some reason, we're kind of flat last year and, and this year we've been doing very well. So, you know, I'm just I'm very grateful. And I think that's going to put us ahead of the competition. Back to your original question. I think the underdog is going to be kicking some ass next year.
0: Come on. I love that. So good. Now, uh, you, you touched base. So I love to finish my show with a fun question. I'm a big music yeah. guy. Uh, yeah. You said that you were going to some concerts recently, but maybe not your typical music, but what's a favorite band or favorite type of music for you?
1: Well, I, I, will, I will tell you that um, that particular show that I saw a, a month or two ago was called Flume. And I went with my daughter, uh, Grace, okay. and she wanted me to go to this thing, um, which is like a you know t- techno kind of DJ type of move, new type yeah. of, uh, uh, band. I also saw with her, um, another guy, reggae guy called stick figure okay. again, not, you know, not necessarily straight up my alley. I've been to see Justin Timberlake several times with my wife, who's a big fan again, mm-hmm. not really up my alley, but <laughs> it's been, it's been a lot of fun. We also go to comedians too. So, we um, okay. see a lot of comedians in town and it's, it's been a lot of fun.
0: I think I saw a picture of your son with Kevin Hart, right?
1: Oh, my, yeah, my son, my my son is in the gig economy. That, that is the bartender's son who also goes to university here in Chicago. Oh, and, um, and he's, he's in the gig economy. He, he walks dogs, he sits dogs. He works in two different bars. He works in a big chain liquor store. And he was, yeah, he was with Kevin Hart just very recently. Kevin Hart came in to promote probably a tequila or something like that, right? All yeah. these superstars that, promoting, it seems like tequila, but yeah. So that's, what's going on. And, um, yeah,
0: that's awesome. Kelly, this is such an honor to have you on the show. You're an absolute world changer. I love what you have going on with Teach Hanley. And I'm telling you, the products are amazing from my perspective. Thank you for uh, you know, introducing me to this product because it is awesome. My wife will be much happier than I have. I'm actually Thanks, watching everybody. my face on a daily basis for sure. But you're an absolute world changer, Kelly. Thank you so much for joining me on the show, man. Truly an honor. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Hey, thank you so much for checking out the show today. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to take a listen or watch. It's truly an honor to be able to speak with such amazing guests, and I hope that they've made an impact on your life in some way, shape, or form. And you can do me one big favor. That would be huge. Click that subscribe button, and then second favor, hit that share button. Thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate you. Keep changing the world. I